All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win. They beat the White Sox on both Saturday and Sunday after losing the Field of Dreams game. They win 7-5 to in 10 innings on Saturday after blowing another lead with two outs in the ninth inning, and then they hold on to win in the ninth inning again on Sunday, 5-3. to They win the three-game series over the White Sox. They win the season series over the White Sox 5-1, to and if it had not been for that Zach Britton blown save in the Field of Dreams game... They could have swept the White Sox this season, and that's sort of in line with what I've been saying about that White Sox team is that, yes, they have a good record. They play in the worst division in baseball. They're the only team over 500 in their division. Their record is a product of playing all these garbage teams, and that's what's going to happen. You play a lot of bad teams, you're going to get a lot of wins, and the White Sox have a good roster. Don't get me wrong, but they're not on the Yankees level, and the Yankees don't even hold a playoff spot right now. The White Sox aren't better than the Yankees. They're not better than the Rays. They're not better than the Blue Jays. Dude, I do think they're better than the Red Sox. So if they were to be put in the AL East, they'd be fourth place. You know, and you'd have the Red Sox behind them. You'd have the Orioles behind them. This White Sox team's not better than the Yankees. And they're going to the postseason because they're so far ahead of everyone else. The rest of their division sucks. They're going to get a free pass right to the ALDS. And certainly they could win the World Series because anyone in the playoffs could win the World Series. Just a matter of getting there. And they will be there. I do disagree with what Aaron Boone said about them. Yeah, exhale here for a minute. Obviously, getting on a happy flight is always well, always a good thing. Going to, going home to start a really important homestand. Um, man, it's a good team over there. So, yeah, they're a good team. I'm using air quotes as I say that. They're a good team. <laughs> but they just gave up 20 runs to a Yankees offense. That's missing Gary Sanchez, missing Anthony Rizzo, missing Gleyber Torres, missing Gio Urshela, a bullpen that's missing Aroldis Chapman. They didn't face Garrett Cole. They didn't face Jordan Montgomery, the Yankees' two top starters this season who have been out. So they they didn't have to see the A Yankees. They saw the B team, and they got their asses kicked at home and nearly lost in a home game in a cornfield in Iowa as well. So the Yankees, when they do, when they have these types of performances with a roster that's not anywhere near their expected roster, it gives you hope and promise that once they're at full strength, if they can ever get there, it seems like every time someone comes back, someone else has to get hurt, but that this team is that good now that they have lineup balance, now that they have more than just Garrett Cole to rely on in the rotation, now that Jamison Tyone's been better in the second half, now that Nestor Cortez looks like a completely different pitcher than what we saw two years ago with the Yankees when he was horrible and maintained his roster spot all season kept being used as an opener or to piggyback an opener and he was just awful but he was great again on Sunday I thought his stuff was really good today I thought it was he was crisper than he was in Kansas City right from Jump Street I just thought he had a his pitches were were crisp you know kind of confirmed with uh with Higgy or in the early innings said he's got his stuff today um, and that was apparent and, and you got to have it against those guys, those guys, you know, especially, you know, going up against those tough righties. It's, it's a tough not lineup to navigate. The turnaround he's done with his career, whether it's better, you know, location, better changing of speeds, the different arm angles, the different, um, delivery times. He's figured it out, at least through this small sample size of what has been this season. He looks like he's figured it out. And this is a guy two years ago with the Yankees who was awful who in the offseason just gave away to the Mariners for future considerations. He bounced around in last year, and now he's back with the Yankees, and he's pitching like a guy who, when this team's completely healthy, is deserving of a rotation spot. Certainly more so than Andrew Heaney or scumbag Domingo Herman. certainly more so than those two guys. 
you'd have Cole, you'd have Montgomery, you have Tyone, you have Cortez, you could have Corey Kluber if he comes back, and then there's the Luis Severino uh, issue, which is now there's another issue, a shoulder problem, he's going to visit the doctors on Monday, so more setbacks for him, and it's unfortunate what has become of Luis Severino the last few years. If you go back to 2019, he didn't pitch that entire season until September, made three starts, made three postseason starts, hasn't pitched since then. So since the end of 2018, he's made six starts as a Yankee, three in the regular season, three in the postseason. And now it's getting to the point here where he might be done for the year. If this is significant, he might be done for next year. If it's not significant, it's just another setback. Well, now he has to restart the whole fucking thing again with throwing off flat ground, bullpen session, rehab games. And then where are we? We're in the middle of August. There's not enough time for him to get back and to be pitching in big games here down the stretch, potentially. It's it sucks because it, Luis Severino at full strength gives the Yankees an unbelievable one-two with him and Cole. You throw Kluber in there, that's fucking awesome. And they might not get one pitch from Severino this year. They might not get another pitch from Kluber this year. So it's guys like Cortez who have stepped up. It's guys like Tyon who have turned it around that have made this Yankees team 19-9 and since the All-Star break, the best record in the American League. They continue to stack wins here since the trade deadline, since they added the lineup balance that Brian Cashman told us forever they didn't need, except they did need it because he went out and traded for it. And now it's just a matter of fixing the bullpen because this bullpen is a wreck. Every time they come in, there's no one to trust. And even though when they do come in, I'm like, okay, they can't be as bad as they were the game before. They can't still continue this slump, but they do. And it took Zach Britton blowing the Field of Dreams game for him to go to Aaron Boone and say, I don't deserve to close right now, which is what I said on the podcast on Friday that if Zach Britton's name was anything else, he wouldn't be closing right now. He wouldn't be given the ball in those situations just because based on his name, his reputation, his history is the only reason he is with Chapman out. So it took Britain going to Boone and saying, stop letting me close games. Otherwise, Boone would keep doing it. You would have seen him uh, again probably on Sunday closing it, if not for that. Because he used Britain on Saturday's game, and Britain was horrible there too. Walked another two guys, throw 14 pitches, just four strikes. He has no idea where the ball is going. He gives free passes away, seemingly every plate appearance. So it's good that he stepped up, recognized he's not who he normally is right now. And that's partially because of the injuries, the setbacks. He missed the most of the season. For him, it's still like April. But Aaron Boone's treating him like it's 2015, 2016. So it's good that he recognized that and didn't say, you know, didn't have some ego that I'm Zach Britton, I should be closing. He went and said to the manager, I can't do this. But it shouldn't take him going and saying that. The manager should fucking recognize that he's not who he normally is and he can't handle it right now. Fine. Find the lesser, you know, softer landing spots for him like Boone did for Chapman for a month of the season. Until Britain goes right, then you can start giving the high leverage spots again. But you can't continue to do that here. 45 games left, a huge week here. Seven days at home, eight games in seven days, three of those games against Boston, two games in one day on Tuesday in the doubleheader against Boston. He can't afford to have guys going out there and fucking giving up leads like they've done all season and like they've done all season against the Red Sox because they're one game back of the Red Sox right now in the lost column for the for the second wild card. One game, two games back of the A's for the first wild card and five games back of the Rays for the division. It was a big weekend for the Yankees to win those two games because they 
got help with the Rays losing. They got help with the A's losing. The Red Sox, they went and beat the shit out of the Orioles like everyone does. The Orioles haven't won a game since they played the Yankees. So that's the problem when the Yankees lose to the Orioles. You can't just win series against the Orioles because no one else is losing to them. You have to sweep them because the Rays have gone out and swept them. The Red Sox have gone out and swept them. And the Rays have a lot of games left against them. And you can't you can't assume the Orioles are going to win even one of those games. That's how bad they are. So the Yankees got some help this weekend. They've got a huge week here. A huge week. They're getting healthy. Gary Sanchez is coming back. Garrett Cole starting Monday. Jordan Montgomery's coming back. He's starting on Tuesday in the doubleheader. Luis Heels pitching the other game of the doubleheader. The Yankees are starting to get healthy here. The lineup's getting healthy. The rotation's getting healthy. The team is getting better, and they've already been great in the second half. They needed to be great, and they've, they've held up their end of the bargain. That pacing sheet that I talk about that's on Keith to the City in the in the Yankees thoughts each week, they are right there. They are right on pace. Big games, every game's a big game. I know that every night's playoff baseball, every night's scoreboard watching. <laughs> it's tiring. I mean it's fun if it works out in the end. But <laughs> right now the Yankees still don't hold the playoff spot. That could change. By to the end of Tuesday night, they could hold the playoff spot. If they go take care of business at home against the Red Sox. They've 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 done everything to get to this point. Don't come short now. Yankees Angels in a makeup game on Monday night. One gamer. Garrett Cole's back on the mound. Hasn't pitched in a long time. You expect him to be great against the Angels. And then it's Boston on Tuesday for a doubleheader. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Yankees Angels on Monday night. Talk to you after the game.